0: The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision.
1: Oh, welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. How are you today? What shall we talk about today? Money investing, retirement? I feel at times I'm, I don't want to use the word redundant it's kind of insulting to me and i could lose my job don't want to be too self-deprecating right and the bosses kind of start believing you that you stink and such that's terrible that's terrible man. that charles Barkley's funny so talking about um the changing face of broadcasters right things change and i think that's just again that's something you have to really know going into investing is that things change and the reason i keep coming back to that is when I was growing up, Walter Cronkite was the greatest broadcaster of all time. Walter R. Murrow. William R. Murrow. Bill Murrow. Some Murrow. I throw that out there in large part because look at how much time this has changed. You get the anchors in the morning news. I, I think, right, for instance... So, let me go back here for a second. So, at one point in time, Walter Cronkite was like the greatest broadcaster, right? And now I start the show off by saying Charles Barkley is like a, a pretty damn fine entertaining broadcaster. But aren't they very, very different? And do you remember um, Howard... Who was it? Um, Howard Cosell. Do you think his stuff would fly anymore in the NFL or Jimmy the Greek? <laughs> If you go back and look at Jimmy the Greek tapes, he was awful. TV was awful then. But we kind of went with it because it was kind of new and fancy. So I go out there and I throw these ideas. And again, you know, uh, Charles Barkley is different, to say the least, right? Sometimes you have to change your opinion on... uh, Sometimes you have to change your opinions on what does retirement look like? What does investing look like? What does a good tech company look like? For instance, I remember with Intel, just again, the perception of the years, right? I remember having a 2086, a 3086, 4086. I remember the Pentium, one, two, three, four, and they just changed it to like the I. I don't even know. So back then, like, I was like, wow, an 8086 is like so much more powerful. Whoa. And now you're like, "Mm, not so much. So I think one of the areas that I really want to focus it on you is just to start your investing process, just to start your home ownership process, just to start your, your, you know, uh, ball rolling. I've considered for other people. As a financial guy, I've considered for other people the idea that uh, you may not your retirement may not be what you want it to be. You know when Fidelity comes out with these studies about how many people will be able to, you know, a third of people will be completely relying on Social Security in retirement. <clears throat> a third of Americans will be completely relying on Social Security, and then I look at that and you know how much it is. It's like eighteen thousand a year. You get up to like twenty two, twenty three, but you're also paying taxes on that, so it, it, it's not cheap. And just talk to some of your friends in retirement who are, you know, a couple of years ahead of you. I've got a friend who makes art for a living. He makes um, 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 um pots and f- pots. And to do that, you have to get up really, really early. You have to unload a truck. You have to get your urns. You have to get your crafts. You have to get your glazes. It's, it's physical labor. It's manual labor, right? And as you get older, you're like, I can still make pots. And then as you get older, you're like, my arthritis is starting to kick in. You know I, I don't mind selling the pots and talking to people on the, the street cafes and such but the getting up early in the morning and going to the truck and pulling stuff off is quite a challenge so i've talked to people who want to retire and oftentimes i'm like you have to leave the bay area you have to change your idea of what retirement's going to look like and that, i think that's the biggest issue is people can't see five minutes in their future yet we have our day planned out crazy today right pick up the kids go to school get them ready for soccer, put the laundry in, go, 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 go. And sometimes I wonder, like, what do our kids think of us? We look like the go, go, go generation, right? That's not fun. So what are you going to do in retirement? One of the fun ideas for me is, and again, I'll have the money to do this. Maybe I want to live in Greece for a year on an island. But then again, I'm like, no, maybe not. No, I don't do the Greek dance thing and I don't really want to go out and slaughter a lamb for lunch. No God But maybe in you retirement I'll I'll want to baby lamb live in Tonga. And play basketball in Tonga I'm on a basketball league. So the average height of a person in Tonga is like three foot seven. So I can join their, their basketball league and dominate. I'll be like the the Wilt Chamberlain who's sixty five years old dominating the league. Pass it to me, I'm open.
0: That's terrible.
1: So what does retirement look like for you? I and mean, what I'm trying to get at is, at one point in time, we looked at Walter Cronkite and said, that's regal, that's majestic. Now we're listening to Charles Barkley going, that's terrible. And kind of like... D-. A lot of backstabbing
0: in the news. A lot of backstabbing.
1: backstabbing. Back. A lot of backstabbing. You could not say that that better, Mr. Anchorman. Lots of backstabbing. But like, Barkley and um, Shaq, they go at it. And it, it's... the. To me, that's a good anchor now, right? We change our views. So what's good retirement for you? Is it going to be selling pottery till you die? What is it going to be? Is it going to be hiking? One of the thoughts I had as a youth, and maybe this is dark, I kind of want it to, I had this image as a kid really early, like 14, 15, that when I get married and have kids that I want it to, when I eventually knew it was time to die. I'm one of those people. I, I think we all talk, t- talk big until we actually get there. I'm like, I don't want chemotherapy. I don't want to go through the ravages that I saw my dad die of. I just want to get, walk up a hill and die and like melt into a tree. It's not going to work out like that, is it? But, you know, like even in my idea of retirement, like in Tonga or Ecuador or areas that may be cheaper for people, again, the image of your retirement has to be dynamic. You cannot have it set in stone. Most people I know in retirement aren't living a good life. Now, I know a lot that are because I work in the industry where people are wealthy and they retire. And guess what? They retire wealthy and they live off their wealth. I live in an area where $50 million is considered, eh, I don't know if that's quite enough to retire on. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? Well, I, I don't want to give them a country club. And then you learn, like, everyone at the country club does have a lot of money. And they're all old and pruney and they like to sit naked on the couches after... Taking a shower. Their workout consists of going up a flight of steps and down a flight of steps and
0: they Hey man, I'm ninety one years old. Got that. Yeah. I deserve a little respect from <laughs> you, my buddy. My buddy.
1: <laughs> I love old people. They're so cute, especially when they eat chew and their like food falls out of their mouth. It's so adorable. You're their jaws cooking. their jaws don't work like our jaws. So, okay, so one idea on, like, retirement, if I did want to live in Tonga, for instance, or Greece, suddenly I'm dealing with currency and banking issues, and suddenly I've got to figure out medical care and tax issues. And then, you know, in Mexico, can you own property, or do you lease it for 99 years from the government, then you have to give it back? What sort of lifestyle do I want? Walter Cronkite was my news god growing up. This is Walter Cronkite, and look how far we've fallen with Charles Barkley. That's terrible.
0: Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves, weekday mornings from
1: 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight
0: replay at 7.
1: The Ten Commandments, also known as a decalogue. (laughs) It's these sets of commandments, which the Bible describes as having been given to the Israelites by God at biblical Mount Sinai. People love commandments. We can teach them to children. We can grasp them. They're easy concepts, right? Then you get kind of in that Hebrew Bible and Exodus, and you start going Moses, history of the world, part one. Was that not awesome With Mel Brooks comes back from the mountain as Moses? I give you the 15 commandments. Five of them fall and break. I give you the 10 commandments. You always wonder why there is just 10, right? But we love commandments. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make idols. You shall not murder. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. Honor your father and your mother. Honor your father and your mother is a commandment. You know what the 21st century commandment would be? Dote over your children. Be a helicopter parrot. Maybe, maybe not. So we love Commandments, right? We love them. Give
0: it unto you, these 15. Oi. Oi. Ten. Ten Commandments.
1: You know, I remember that movie as incredibly funny, but also incredibly racy. And probably just totally inappropriate in this day and age. That's all I'm going to say. So we love commandments, right? I know you're saying, where does this go, Rob? I give you the 10 commandments that will help you become successful when you become an investor. First one, obviously, is plan ahead. To get to where you want to go in life, you need goals and a plan. If you want to in your 20s or your 30s, start becoming a better person as far as where you're going to end up at age 60. I don't know. It's not fun thinking about you're 20. You're young. You look cute in that underwear. A couple of years from now, I'm not going to be able to say that. I don't remember that hanging so low will be a phrase that comes out. Hachi, Hachi. So ha- having a plan is a great idea. Like when you go on a business trip, don't you have a plan? When you go on a vacation, don't you have a plan? Same thing with investing. You need goals. You need five years or less short term plan. Then you need a kind of a medium term, five to ten years. And then you need a long term plan, 20 plus years. And if you can't do those three things, you're not a functional adult. Of which I can't do one of those. So you want to live within your means. That should be one of my ten commandments that I give to you. If you can't afford something, don't buy it. If you really want a brand new video game PC, that's going to cost you $2,500 or $2,000. Just admit it. Just say I'm getting a luxurious item. Don't don't go, I, I kind of need a new computer. Live within your means. It's kind of interesting because um, I think the best example of not living within your means is when you when you first fall in love. And when I first fell in love, when I was introduced to like a, a kiss, you know, touching a, a, like a skin is like, whoa, I remember spending way too much money. Oh, my God. No way. How did I get around it? was I, I learned that, like, you don't have to spend money to have a good time. Live within your means. And it's interesting because I remember, like, being 20 years old and going to, like, a TGI Fridays and going, this is good food, having a beer and potato skins with my bro. But, of course, bro wasn't a word then.
0: Oh boy, is this great.
1: But now if you catch me in a, a TGI Fridays, you actually win $10,000. There's a better chance you'll see Elvis in a TGIF than me because I'm a, a, I'm a stop a food snob you want to make saving a habit i'm giving you 10 commandments one plan ahead two live within your means three make saving a habit do you know one of the best things about having a mortgage is you send in a check every month and part of it says interest and you're like oh i'm throwing so much of interest down the toilet i'm giving it to the bank and they just change the word on your mortgage instead of saying interest they should say bank's profit so you pay them an enormous amount of money to borrow an enormous amount of money, right? But there's also something where your principal, how much is going to principal, where you're paying yourself. You make saving a habit. Why do you think so many people like and are proud that they own real estate? Because they made saving a habit. They didn't realize that what they are doing. People who have been investing in their 401k for 10, 20, 30 years. They blow away real estate investors. People who have been investing in their, their 401k for 10, 20, 30 years have enough to retire. But you got to make it a habit, you got to pay off the credit cards. I just got a notice from my credit card company. They increased my limit again. And I'm like, whoa, I can really get into some serious trouble. Like I'm now getting to the point on credit availability that I could probably take a year off work and just live off credit cards and try to dodge the bills for as long as I can.
0: Whoa. Whoa.
1: I'm kind of a big deal. Next thing on the 10 commandments that I give you start investing sooner, the better money doubles every 7.2 years. So if you get uh, 65 years old and you have 700,000 dollars, if you could wait till you're 72 and a half, you'll have 1.4 million. Or if you started seven years earlier, you would already have 1.4 million. The big difference between 700,000 and 1.4 million. So I'm giving you your 10 commandments. When you're young, you want to establish credit. In order to qualify for the best interest rates in life, you have to have good credit. Guess what? My credit stinks right now. One month ago, I was telling you how great my credit is, but because I borrowed money, and now they're like, "Well, let's see, let's see if he pays it back. A couple months from now, it'll be awesome again." So you want to establish good credit? I've got 27 lines of credit open right now. I've got 35 lines of credit. I got 40 lines of credit. Which one's better, five lines or 40 lines of credit? Depends on your cash flow. For a good credit score, you got to service. You have to have credit lines of credit. You have to service it. For your 10 commandments, you want to have a marketable skill. Don't go to school to be a poetry major. That's fine. But then become the best poet on the planet because the second best poet on the planet doesn't make money. You want to have a marketable skill. Like, if you are able to fall asleep at your job, that's not a good thing. You want to cut the financial umbilical cord. I'm looking at a guy sleeping right now. Um, in your 20s, as you're growing up, cut the umbilical cord with the parents you want to marry wisely i'd say almost put off marriage until you know that this is the right one or do the starter marriage and get it over with and get on to the second one welcome to my world and have some fun have fun marry wisely cut the financial cord have a marketable skill these are all obvious things start investing establish credit pay off credit cards make saving a habit live within your means those are the 10 commandments Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220, KDOW. So I didn't really want to rush through that commandments. I kind of did. But in your 20s, you got to start changing your way of life. I literally see like moments where people go, whoa. I need to start saving. I've got a friend who, uh, she's a bit of a tiny person. Me, <laughs> one under five is a tiny person to me. Uh, but she's hit a point in her life where she's engaged and she's got a daughter and, uh, she's now her daughter's probably 12, 13. And she's thinking, I need to financially wake up because I'm not young and pretty anymore. I'm pretty, but I'm not young. So, She was one of those people I've mentored that I was like, you got to plan ahead. You got to live within your means. You got to make, save it a habit. You got to pay off your credit cards. But in your early twenties, you're like, you don't have to do any of that. You're like, you want to go to E2 or you want to go to Coachella? Yeah, I want to go to Coachella. You got money? I know you got money. You're like, suddenly the credit card gets whipped out, right? And it takes you three or four months to pay it off. So this isn't tough to make a million dollars. It's not tough to get to retirement. It's tough to get out of bed. It's tough to get started. So she, mid thirties, uh, maybe, maybe early forties now. Um, wow, yeah, she's probably late. F- she's probably like forty. But Whoa. her fir- the, her baby daddy uh, was a concert promoter, who basically had this idea of like, hey, I'm going to get a big list and, and send out you know email invites to come to the party and. I'll be the host of the party and I'll get a DJ and I'll make lots of money. I will be the king of hip hop in Fremont or hip hop promotion. She's happy. She didn't marry that one, but you also want to have some fun. You also want to have a marketable skill. You want to establish credit. You want to start investing. I don't want to rush through those, but that's in your twenties. And then like in your thirties, yeah, there there's, there's different commandments. You got to start seeing that things move fast. So I've got a car loan, and I'm okay with a car loan. I got 1.9% interest rate on it. If it was at 4 or 5% interest on my car loan, I'm paying off my car loan. You want, to that, you want to kick that whole debt cycle. In your 30s, you want to start getting rid of the student loan because you're going to replace it later in life with a mortgage. And later later in life, you're going to replace it with maybe a medical bill. You want to kick the debt cycle on the low end because there's going to be some bigger stuff coming on the high end. So just when your car is paid for and you've sent in your 80th payment because you have a seven-year car loan, don't go out and get another car. Ride that one into the ground. One of the best financial decisions I made in my life was in my 20s. I had a friend who, she gave me her Toyota Tercel, gave it to me, and she says, I'll give this to you as long as you ride it till it dies, and I did. So... I didn't have a new car or a used car until I was 30-something. Early 30s. I used that car. It had 250,000 miles on it. It was hideous. It, it was once kind of like a, a really heavy blue, and it ends up being like a faded light blue, sky blue, but you could see more white underneath it than anything else. This had no air conditioning. I would go on dates in my 20s on a 100-degree day and say, could you drive? Because they had air conditioning, and I didn't. It's pretty awful, huh? But I also didn't have a car payment in all my 20s. So I got serious about retirement probably when I was younger because I saw my dad work till the day he died. But most people like my friend who had the, the baby daughter with the baby daddy, they don't get serious until they start thinking like, whoa, all the fun days are behind me. I'm getting older. Things are starting to sag. I got to start thinking about retirement now. So if you can get that kick earlier than later, it's awesome. You want to start diversifying your investments. Um, I know people that have a lot of California real estate, and California is going to have a monumental, world-changing flood at some point in time. It's going to kill people. It's going to put us deep underwater. It's going to destroy, they say, $750 billion of of land. Okay, now, the guy who owns all of his real estate on the peninsula, is he diversified? No. No. Is he happy? Yes, but when that cl- when that 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 flood comes or that earthquake comes, it's not going to be pretty. So you can own real estate in Portland and Washington, and you can own it in Arizona, and they can, they get have multiple purposes. One could be a place that you rent to lawyers. One could be a place that you say maybe I'll retire in. Having those that diversification is awesome. Not only in investments, well, real estate is an investment. Liabilities. Having your Diversification, your liabilities and your stocks and your bonds. Very, 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 very very smart when things get rough. But when things are good, you want all your real estate on the peninsula. You want all your stocks in Amazon, Facebook, Netflix, Google. And then anytime you want to buy more, you just buy those, right? That's great planning until it's not, until there's a 10%, 20%, 30%, 40% correction. And now you don't know what to do because it happened so fast. Best thing you can do about money is always continue to learn. I'm fascinated by people and their relationship with money. I, I see it all. I see people who think they're rich have nothing. I see people who act rich have nothing. I see people who are rich spend as if they're poor. And maybe that's why they're rich. So you just want to continue to educate yourself. Talk to people. That guy has a boat. Hey, say things like, what's it like to have a boat? You ever make love on a boat? You ever, what do you, where do you poop on a boat? And then throw in this question. Now that you've gotten all the really important questions out of the way, throw in this one. How much does that thing cost? It, it, I hear they depreciate really fast. What's that mean? Start asking financial questions of people like Cardi B. Do you know Cardi B? Number one hit female rapper. I got mad props for her. she's in rap and hip hop and She's pregnant. And while she's at the the pinnacle height of her career, she's pregnant. And you're like, whoa, that doesn't happen in in hip-hop. Hip-hop, you you better have some looks because that's half of what they're selling. So she's got a $270,000 Bentley truck. Now, I do like Cardi B. I I, I think that's going to be a, a smoking album. Wait, okay. Two hundred and seventy thousand dollar vehicle. Can you imagine? I don't know. Um, there's there's people with money, there's people with faux money. You want to live simply. So in your thirties, your 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 game plan's a little bit different than your twenties. In your thirties, you want to be charitable. You want to have life insurance because suddenly there's probably people in your life that need you. I've got a friend who has a three year old son and he has no term life. And like that's the biggest boo moment there is. That's like Darth Vader. Have you ever seen Star Wars on a college campus? It's awesome. Because when Darth Vader comes out, everyone goes, boo. So you want to get life insurance, term life insurance, not whole life, not variable life, because you got to keep getting educated. Remember how I said, you know, in your 30s, you got to start asking questions? So your neighbor, you go, hey, you got two kids. What would happen if you die? And he doesn't have an answer. What happens if you and your wife die? Doesn't have an answer. Well, you're like, you need to get a trust or a well. Because when you and your wife take a little vacation to Mexico, You might die. This is a strong disclaimer that Mexico will not kill you. Bad people in Mexico will kill you. Where are all the bad people in Mexico? If you and your wife go to Denver, you're safe. You go to Vancouver, Canada, oh, easy, you're fine. But if you and your wife go to Mexico, you might die. So you better have a will or a trust because you got those two little kids at home. And if you die, you have term life insurance for a couple million dollars, million dollars. And maybe your neighbor, Bill, is taking over your kids for you. He's not going to do it with no money. He's going to do it because you've got life insurance and he's going to raise your kids till they're 18 because he likes you and you're a noble guy and you know you never threw junk in his yard or anything like that. Okay, so there was that one time where you were vomiting in the backyard and you can hear it and he was having his mother's 60th birthday party there. Fine, but he'll still take your kids. So in your 30s, you've got to start figuring this stuff out because there's people that need you. You need term life insurance. You need a will or trust in case you and your spouse die. Where do your kids go? To your evil stepmother? You never want the kids to go to the evil stepmother. I read Hansel and Gretel. That was a gruesome book, by the way. The Grim Fairy Tales? Incredibly violent. If you want to mess with a kid, give them the actual grim fairy tales. Um, make your will known. Let people know, hey, son, I've got a will. This is what happens if I die. Get a copy of it, put it in a safe, get a copy of it, put it online. Get a binder. Start learning that in your thirties. You, you got to live a lot simpler than you did in your in your twenties. In my twenties, holy mackerel! I took a model to Hawaii, and we stayed at a five star resort. It was awesome. She went shopping. She got some earrings. She batted her eyelashes at me. Ten fifteen thousand dollars later, she's gone. Now, if I had taken her camping, would it have been the same experience? Probably. So in your thirties, start learning that your twenties you were kind of stupid. You saw the whole world as your oyster. In your thirties, start seeing like simple things make you happy. Changing a kid's diaper makes you happy. But you want to start protecting your assets in your thirties too. You want to continue to learn. So these are the Ten Commandments. I could do it for twenty year olds, I could do it for thirty year olds. Don't wait till you're forty. Because I can't work magic like that. I'm a magician. I'm like David Copperfield. It's an illusion. Or is that Doug Henning? Doug Henning was creepy. Doug Henning was creepy. I I, I don't know if he's dead. I kind of hope that he is. Because he was creepy and he'll be in my dreams tonight. Little Peter Gabriel taking us to break. I don't remember. I don't recall. This was Ronald Reagan's uh, presidential song. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. So I've spent the last couple of segments trying to show you that in your 20s, you need to start growing up a little bit mentally. There's 10 commandments for you. If you want a copy of the commandments in your 20s, drop me a name at rob at com. If you want a list of the commandments in your 30s, drop me a name at rob at com. If you want a list of commandments in your 40s, Good luck. I can tell you a couple things. When you leave your job and your 401k, 403b, 457 has 200, 300,000. Someone's going to be there praying on you and say, hey, do you want an annuity? Hey, I do a radio show on the sports channel. I pay $5,000 an hour for it. You want an annuity? Because I need to make that $5,000 back. $5,000 for an hour on sports radio. You know why? Because the people who listen to sports radio, wealthy white people. Because they can't play the sport. will certainly watch other people who can. Vicariously carelessly live their best days through professional athletes. Growing sadder every day. More depressed. The kids are growing up without a dad. Dad's working too much. But you get the idea. So I'm trying to show that, like, simple things... Are not that difficult to pull it off. And if you want a list, that's great. I can can get you started. Then I could get you started on like the Robinhood app. Should you use the Robinhood app? Sure. I think it's a great idea. You can buy and sell stocks with no commissions all on your phone. Sure, but don't do it at lunch when I'm talking to you. Keep in mind, I wear a necklace because my eyes are right up here. And like, I don't want you looking at your phone and, and trying to do stocks. Cause that's not what stocks are. To me, they're investments, but yeah, if you want to do Robinhood, that's, that's great. If you want to do acorns that takes part of your payment that you just did at the store and rounds it up and puts it in a saving account for you, that's fine too. Just mm-hmm. don't come to me when you're 45 years old and have nothing and say, I'm ready. Cause it's too late. My advice at this point in time, marry wisely. If you're 45 and have nothing, me i'm going to go hang out at like a burn clinic and find someone that's like severely disfigured and i'm gonna like like go yeah you look good if i have no money and i'm 50 i'm going to do whatever i can to marry well i know you're saying really am i exaggerating a bit good question about all the gold diggers out there I mean there's a term gold digger for a reason right you're young and beautiful and have no money and then you you say I'll go with someone who's 30 years older than me feed him bacon every day out
0: guy go for your money Kanye, the only
1: song of kanye is that i i I like everything else is above me or beyond me or it just blows me away like he's so creatively genius like i can't follow it Mary wisely if you have nothing i know or plan to work till the day you die but see the sad news about that is like i said sometimes when you get older you can't work anymore your plan was to work till you died you came up with this craft like i can make pots or pottery I can glaze them and sell them. I can make just enough money. It's not good. So if you want a list of things to do in your 20s and 30s, I can send that out to you. Drop me an email at It It's not that hard. Like You want to set priorities. You want to make a budget. Mint.com is a good budget. There's so many good companies. LearnVest has a good budgeting tool. You want to put it on your phone. Today, instead of watching Jimmy Fallon memes or YouTube channel, Hey, if you like what you just saw, me being wacky with Jennifer Lawrence, subscribe here. Pay a little attention to your finances. Make a little love to yourself. Take a look at your budget. Is there any area that you can cut your budget? The classic one I keep hearing about is call your cable company and get that $200 bill cut down to $150. It's still $150. Read a book. Set priorities, make a budget. Bank. In this day and age, bank. I know it's... It, it's <clears throat> Kind of a crazy thought, but you can use online banks. You can use banks, whatever. Just bank. Don't live paycheck to paycheck. Your four hundred one k, your four hundred three b, your four hundred fifty seven are the greatest investment vehicles of all time. You are putting money away that's not taxed by the federal government. After that, if you've been taxed and you don't have a four hundred one k, four hundred three b, four hundred fifty seven, go with a Roth. You've already been taxed on it. You are going to grow tax deferred later in life. It's going to come out with no taxes. That's pretty damn sweet, sweet. Especially if you are rich. If you're poor, the Roth, meh, you're going to be in a low-tax bracket anyway. If you're rich and you want to get, like, a super RV that's got, like, satellite TV in it and 70-inch TVs with 8K, I know you're saying, they don't even make content for 4K yet. You're already up to 8K? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm kind of a big deal. (laughs) So, 401K, 403, 457 are great. Uh, Roth IRA is great for saving Drive me an email. I'll send you a guideline of everything you need to know. Rob at Rob Show.com. It's Rob at Rob Show.com.
0: You've got mail.
1: Yes, you do have mail. Um, other things to be aware to note, um, buying stocks has a lot more risk than not. And I know you, you look at Apple and Amazon and Tesla and Google and Netflix and you go, this is easy. Okay, now pick 10 more stocks and show me how they've done in the last 10 years. Okay, no, no, no. Now after that, pick ten more stocks and show me how they've done. If you could show me a list of hundred stocks that you're not cherry picking, I, I see people give me their portfolios and usually there's like five shares of Netflix, but then they have like five thousand shares of Iconics or something that like has gone totally out of business. Oh, they've got Excited Home and they've got Yahoo and like all these companies that like went from two fifty down to five. Exodus Communications. Picking stocks is tough. Try not to do it. Go with indexes or go with ETFs. Control your debt. I can send this stuff for you. Like college, when your kid goes to college, it's going to be somewhere between forty dollars and $100,000 a year. So when you have that baby, start thinking in 18 years, I need to come up with forty dollars to $100,000 a year for four years in a row. Or you could tie his right arm behind his back and make him a lefty.
0: Either or. I'm Rob Black.